Hey guys, welcome to the Monday show. Another week. Weekend is down. First week is over of this this little experiment. Hopefully you had a good good time. Got some time to relax. Got an interesting show for you today. Got a voicemail from a person who got some advice from their or not advice, but a perspective from their attorney. And they need to uh, get some clarification on it. So we'll dive into that in a moment. Just to let you know that this is this whole thing is a little bit evolving. I'm going to get my cord all set up, right? Uh, I uh, Trying to get my stride, trying to figure out my battle rhythm, how this whole thing is going to go. I have to, I have to be honest. <laughs> it's harder to get up at... At five in the morning to get ready for this, then I really thought it was going to be. <laughs> for people who don't know, I'm in uh, sunny Southern California in the desert. And uh, basically pick this time slot because it's the, the perfect little window right before I have to go to, go to real work. And uh, it gives me an opportunity to try this. So that's what we're doing. Keeping my fingers crossed for this week. That uh, my body acclimates and I just start waking up at the right time and going to sleep at the right time and, and everything, everything just works. Coffee's a big part of that. Anyways, speaking of coffee, if you guys are in a time zone where it's early, I hope you have yours. For our viewers and listeners uh, outside the country, all over the world... I know typically we have people from Germany and, and Australia, uh, sometimes uh, Ireland, sometimes Africa. Welcome. Maybe have a nice decaf. <laughs> See, there's a few people rolling in. Anyways, hopefully you guys are doing good. Uh, if you want to participate in today's show, you can uh, do that by looking in the description of the video if you're on watching this on YouTube or if you are on uh, one of the podcast players you can uh, look at the show notes and the phone number is oh my gosh I need to pull the phone number up I'm going to do that real quick is 1-424-373 let's see what is it again 8 <laughs> it's going too slow 5483 and now that I think about it I forgot to hit the button to turn that on because I hadn't had enough coffee. So I'm going to mute that so that uh, you don't have to hear that. I just have to make sure that it actually goes through and it appears as though it appears as though I am showing my amateur hour by not uh, having the, the connection turned on appropriately. You know, the funny part is, is I had all this sitting up. I had this all ready to go. All right, we're getting there. Let me turn that off so you're not hearing that. And uh, now I have to... <laughs> I apologize. Now I have to actually hit the button to turn on the phone sort of system, which I have now. Now I think we're good. So I think... The call-in studio. No, it's still... <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, guys. There we go. I think we should be good now. Normally, I hit that button right before I, right before I start, and I, and I forgot. So now the call-in studio is up. It's operational, 1-424-373-5483. If you call that and it's, uh, the show is not up, it'll leave you an oper- or give you an option to leave a voicemail. You can actually also do that at my website. Let me see if I can pull this up for a second. And I think I'm going to start trying to use this for, for because this is another way to do it. Uh, this is my website, which is on the screen right now. Uh, whenever you go, it always asks you if you want to join the newsletter. But if you see right over here, send voicemail. Oh, whoops, actually my picture's over it if you're looking on the screen. But if you're on the main page, there's an option to do that, I think. You can also do it if you just scroll down, start recording. So if you want to put a, uh, an idea for a show, uh, you can do that right on the web. Let's leave a message. You can use your phone, uh, like a web browser on your phone or your computer. And uh, 
it will allow you to do that. If you want to do that, we can uh, use that to to do, uh, get your message on the air. And I'm going to grab one here in a second. The other thing I want to say is uh, the phone numbers are in the description of the video as well as the web interface to get into that. So in the show's live, if you want to participate, uh, please, please do that. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I'm going to just jump right into this next message. And I'm going to make sure that I, that I do have all my gear appropriately set up so it'll actually work. Uh, maybe before I do that, I'll just double check to see if there's any, anything in there. I see Bear says, whoops, it flew, it flew up. I'll grab Frank's in a moment. Coffee is huge. <laughs> I am operating on coffee. Frank says, how the heck can you ignore your ex if she keeps pressing your buttons, pre, uh, pretends her life is great while mine is in ruins? Excellent question. And what I will say for the short answer, if you go to my YouTube main channel, you scroll down past the whatever's live and the latest videos, this mindset for narcissistic abuse recovery, that's your primer to jump in to jump into this to deal with that. And that's partly the absolute, and mainly the thing on that is, and I don't know if you said you had children, but you know, these first three videos are key. The rest of them kind of build up on it. Hybrid, no contact gives you tip tip, gives you techniques, easy for me to say, to deal with your ex when, when you have children, because uh, no contact is not going to work when you have kids. Uh, Absolute thinking. The short version of that is it helps you frame what you're dealing with. So you remind yourself what the reality is. Black hole thinking is then with what you're just talking about, comparing your life to their life and constantly ruminating to help you break that. Those three videos and then the rest of the videos in this series, it's not really a series, it's just a collection of videos that I think all help and build on each other to to deal with the situation you're talking about. So, I mean, if you, if you come back here, you know, in love with the illusion, it basically helps build on the absolute thinking. Uh, don't reaching out to the exes whenever you're constantly ruminating about them and thinking about them because a, a lot of people fall into that. Beware of the nice, preventing getting sucked back in. All these, and you can see they're, they're I, I don't have my, my nice gray beard, so you can see that they're, they're earlier videos from the channel, but I think they are still relevant. So I would, Frank, I would uh, check that out. And uh, it's, it, the, 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 the other part of this is it's a long process. It, you, when you're going through this, you can, you can feel like, hey, wait a minute, you know, I, I've got away from this person. Why can't I get him out of my head? It's a little bit, no, it's a lot more complicated than that. And all the trauma that's associated with it really keeps that, uh, that connection, connection going. Let me just look at a couple other things. Yeah, uh, Debbie had said, uh, Frank, this community is great for you. This is a uh, often covered topic. Uh, DSD has videos just for that as well. Uh, let's ask him to highlight those, which I just did. <laughs> Sorry about that. Okay, so I'm going to jump into um, into this message, and hopefully it will play correctly. Hi, Dwayne. I have a question about uh, the similarities and differences between a narcissist a divorce with a narcissist and a regular type of divorce. Um, my attorney has said things like. Um, after a while, things may settle down, and I've heard you say that that's not common with a divorce with a covert narcissist. So, anyways, I was just wondering if, uh, if you could sort of list or, or describe some of the differences between regular divorces and divorce with a, uh, a covert narcissist. Thanks. Yeah, that's a really good question, and I think most people and I most people have this experience that this person is talking about. And that conversation that the call, uh, well, not a caller, but the, the message mentioned is exactly what my attorney said to me. Hey, Dwayne, you know what? You know, these things all start out bad, but normally it calms down and, and things get better. You know, just, just relax. And I'm like, but attorney, you don't understand. No, you don't understand, Dwayne. And uh, the reality is, okay, let me back up. So attack, let's, let's talk about the first part. We think because we're in the midst of this, 
that everybody's situation is like this. I was talking to someone the other day about, about this, and it's like, if you, or when you surround yourself with the same type of people, that's all you see, right? So if you're a, if you're a drug addict and everyone you see are an alcoholic and all your friends are addicts and all your friends do the same thing, it's like the entire world is this uh, population, it's easy for us to, in that same situation, go, well, wait a minute, every divorce is like this. Well, the reality is not every divorce is like this. Uh, they're all bad. I mean, right. I mean, it, you know, when you get to the point that a relationship falls apart, uh, there's obviously going to be hurt feelings and uh, bad blood and, and all those things. But it's not necessarily super common. You know, so these attorneys might see every once in a while, might see somebody who's like, whoa, this is off the rails. But maybe 50, 60, 70% of everything else is the same. And in that case, that comment could be legit. And what I will say on that is it's really tough when people are telling you two, two different stories. You know, you have a person saying, ah, you know, we'll just say the, the caller was Bill. We'll say, Bill, you know, you just need to calm down. You guys are both angry at each other, but, you know... Normally, people calm down and they start focusing on their kids. And, and what I'll say from my perspective is that's kind of what was happening with me. You know, I mean, well, I, was, I wanted to focus on the kids. It turned to crap. Then I wanted to get over the crap stuff and start focusing on what was important. And then this rolls into the second part of this. And that is that a narcissistic, toxic, see, I was trying to say narcissistic and toxic at the same time. When you run into someone like that, they don't change the person that they were like in my situation, the person I was dealing with nine years ago, well, hell the person I was dealing with 20 years ago is the same person today. A little bit older, a little bit grayer, a few more wrinkles, <laughs> but fundamentally it's the same person. So it, it's, it's really tough because when you're in a situation like that, you have everyone basically trying to reinforce that your sense of reality or what you think you're seeing isn't true or isn't accurate. And it, that's a, it's, a, it's like a form of gaslighting, but it's not really done to drive you crazy. It's not like in this situation that attorney knows what's really going on and is saying that to try to mess with Bob. I think I said Bob. But, uh, you know, that's their version of, version of reality. That's the way they think people are. And in their experience, more than likely, they've seen that. They've seen people who are battling it out. I, you know, I want that couch. You know, I'm going to spend $5,000 to get that two, $200 couch. And then ultimately, they sit down one day and they go, you know, Bill. The other person goes, yes, Jane. And it's like, this is ridiculous. You know, this is not helping us. It's not helping the kids. We are just dumping money all over the ground. This needs to stop. And you both sit there and go, yeah, all right, you know, okay, you know, what do you really want? What do you really want? And, and people calm down and they're able to, to come up with an agreement and everything is great. Kind of, right? The problem is when you're dealing with toxic, narcissistic people, they'll burn the whole place to the ground for that couch or for that little victory are just to be right. So it, it, it's, really, it's really tough. And, I, and what I'll roll back, I'll roll this back, I'll pull this back, and say that as I've dealt with my attorney over the course of, well, actually, I actually haven't had to talk to him probably in four years, five years. I'm still paying on him. Almost done. I think I'm down to $400. <laughs> it's just taking time. And I remember having a conversation with them a couple years into it, and the guy's like, man, this, she's never going to change. This is going to stay forever. So they knew. I don't know if they knew in the beginning, but they definitely knew later that uh, I was dealing with somebody who was just going to be difficult for the, for the rest of my life. I'm going to grab a couple of comments. I see one that Ray just says. It says they cut off their nose to spite their own face. Absolutely. That is, I, I remember saying that. I'm like, what is going on? I mean, this is, this is like self-destructive. See, the part of the issue with that, 
is I think most of us, if things would just calm down and we didn't have to be in this fight or flight mode, we, we, would, we would like nothing more than for things to be calm, reasonable, that you could actually co-parent, that you could actually, you know, be just be able to talk and communicate. But unfortunately, it's not the case. John actually says, I see this popped up. Five years later, my ex has not changed. She got worse. My situation, nine years, nine years later, might even be 10, technically, depending on separation slash divorce. I start to forget. And uh, it's the same stuff. It's the same stupid games. It's the same petty behavior. It's really, it's really crazy. If you want to participate in the show, you can uh, call in live at 1424-373-5483. Or you can uh, 1424-DSD-LIVE. If you're outside of the country and you don't want to make an international call to the United States, you can, uh, you can use the web interface, and, which is at... Let me hit the button here for a second, which is at... Uh, aw, well, let's do that real quick. Flyboy C donated through Super Chat. says, uh, freedom from narc abuse. Grow, learn, work towards happiness. It frees you and kills most of the effects of gaslighting, etc. Support this channel. Aw, thank you so much, Flyboy C. I appreciate that. The Super Chats do help. Uh, pay, for the, pay for the phone lines and, and all that kind of stuff. So thank you so much for your support. It means a lot, man. I really appreciate it. And uh, anyway, so back on that, uh, uh, 1424-373-5483 or via the web at uh, www.callinstudio.com slash show slash DSD live. That is, uh, uh, that w- when the show is live, that is available. So hopefully you can uh, check that out. John says, what I can tell you is that I have become less stress, stressed and live in peace and quiet. This channel and watching what feels like 100 videos from Dwayne has helped. Thank you, Dwayne, and everyone here. Oh, thanks, John. I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, I think, uh, I think I'm over 700. Well, I know I'm over 700. I don't know if I've passed 800 yet. A lot, <laughs> a lot, of, a lot of videos on this channel. <laughs> Oh, Debbie mentions uh, the Discord. It says, do you have access to the community in the Discord chat? So the DSD community does have a Discord server, and you can find that if you go to, let me pull up uh, the YouTube channel. If you go to the YouTube channel, and uh, right in the banner, there is a little tiny icon that looks like a controller, which is because Discord is typically used for gamers, for communication, and you can get into it from there. If you click on that little, whoops, might help if I do it on the right page. If you click on the button, it will take you over to the Discord invite page and uh, you can accept the invitation. Now, here, here's the thing on that. You only have to do that once. Once you get in and you create an account, don't, don't use that to get to the link. Or if you do, at least don't do this. Just click, uh, you, you just need to go back to Discord. So once you're in, you just go to a regular Discord. There is also an app. There's an app on your phone, but you can do it through the web. And then you would just open Discord in your browser, and it would take you take you into, into that. So now let me reset this so that I can get back to where I was. Which one is it? There it is. I got I to clickety-clack the right way. So the phone lines are open, 1424-373-5483 or 1424-DSD-LIVE. Let me see what else we, we have going on here in the community today. I guess I can, I'll, I'll I want to, I do want to say I appreciate everybody who participated in the poll. If, uh, let me see if I can pull this up, pull, I, if I can pull the poll up. Uh, 214 people have voted, which is probably the best poll I've had so far. I still 51% of the people say they didn't know I was doing this. 
I guess I would kind of like to know what those 51%, which is what a little over a hundred people, you know, if they've had an opportunity to look at it, uh, 38% say they love the show, which is like, not, I can't remember what the number is. Uh, 7% say they like it, but daily's just a little too much. And 4%, which is like, I think about eight people, uh, say they do not like it at all. If you have not participated in the poll, uh, just, uh, you still can. I'm going to leave it open for a while. Bears says, I wonder if I can highlight this in this screen. Bears says, I couldn't find the poll. All you have to do is go to, uh, if you're like on one of my videos, just click on DSD. It'll take you to the main page. On the main page, you'll have all these little different things. You'll have home, video, playlist, community is where you really want to look. Membership, store, which you may not see store because I don't have anything in there right now. Uh, you click on the community tab and I have posts um, for uh, public posts, member only posts, that type of thing, which actually is a segue into if you really like what what this channel's about and you want to support it and like Flyboy C did the super chat, which I superly, superly appreciate, <laughs> very much appreciate. You can also become a channel member and uh, support it with a monthly uh, membership charge fee. Um, it does give me uh, the, op- uh, the ability to send member-only polls, uh, do member-only events, that type of thing. Uh, I-, I think as it gets larger and I can figure a good time, I probably will start doing some of that stuff or even uh, I've even tried to do some uh, like Zoom meetings for members to just all get together and we could actually just chat live uh, via video and audio. Um, I will say it has been complicated to find a good time to do that. Uh, part, part of the membership level is also getting shouted out. I, I'm still trying to figure out how to appropriately do that for the different members that are at the level where they want to be uh, recognized as, as supporters. Um, so that is, those are some of the things that I'm working on, but that's how you would find it. Community tab, scroll down. If you haven't done that, you, you know, and for people listening to the podcast, just go to youtube.com slash dad's divorce slash community, and it will bring it up. So Flyboy C said, I uh, never did see the poll, but speaking on behalf of my time zone, we love it. <laughs> Let's see, looking at his, at, at his avatar, I wonder what time zone that might be. <laughs> it, I, have to, I do have to say that, that it is really exciting to have people from all over the world uh, participate in the show. It, it's, it's, it's exciting to have the to be able to use this platform to connect to people. The sad part is, is whenever you look at it and I was, I was talking to a coaching client the other day who was in Africa and her story parallels every, I mean, it's all the same. It's so insane how somebody in Africa, somebody in London, somebody in California, somebody in Canada, somebody in Germany, somebody in Ireland all have such a, a, a similar experience. It's insane. The good part about it is, is since the patterns of behavior repeat and they follow a playbook, it makes it a lot easier to find information, right? Now that I'm making, you know, like me and other people are making videos on this stuff. You can search on it and a lot of information will pop up and you'll be like, oh my God, that's my story. I relate to that. I was talking to, I was being interviewed the other day for a summit I was, I'm going to be on and, uh, and more, I'll have more information on that later in the month. And that was one of the, the things that we were talking about is how her, uh, the person I was talking to is as a woman and she's like, you know, there's not a lot of, and the reason they asked me to be on this is there's not a lot of, not a lot of men talking about this. And what ends up happening is, is, is the, the, the channels that are like really specifically made, I guess, for women, you know, men find them because there's a bunch of them. And it's like, well, holy cow, this is my story, but it's the gin, you know, but it's different. Right. And they, and then people have to do the filter where they just say, okay, well, you know, it's not, not, and it's not just women or it's not just men that are certain ways, which is the reason why I oftentimes try to just keep it neutral. I say they, I, I use they, them, <laughs> um, and just try to keep it that way because really it's, it's so, it is so 
similar. And, and our stories are, are very, very, very common. Uh, and, but, but again, the nice part about it is, is since they follow, tend to follow the same traits, and, and realistically, we follow the same traits. We respond, typically, to these people the same way. So it's, it's, it's like, okay, so you can take a step back, take a pragmatic look at it, and say, oh, okay, this is their behavior, this is my behavior, They'll never change, going back to the, the original caller, the, the, or the original message from today, that they are going to keep doing, they're going to lather, rinse, and repeat, lather, rinse, and repeat, lather, rinse, and repeat, keep going over and over and over again. We at least get to jump off the crazy train and say, wait a minute, it's a time out. Let's, let's stop here for a moment and let's think about things and figure out what's going on. Okay, there is a caller. This could be interesting because I'm not entirely sure what we're going to get. So let me, I'm going to go ahead and jump to that. Hello, you are on the air. Morning, Dwayne. How are you? Hey, how are you doing? Good, 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 good. Just wanted to give us a quick update on our, on our situation here. We signed up for Talking Parents. Okay. Just like we were supposed to. Right. We did it. Success. Oh, man. It was like. You, you know what's funny? I have to, let me stop. You. On the let, for me. Let, let me let me stop on, uh, for a moment. When you said talking parents, it, auto, it, it turned that into text and didn't say talking. It started with F <laughs> and there wasn't an A and there was a U. That's why I wasn't sure what to pick. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, no. I'm like, I, don't, I almost didn't take the oh, call no. because of that. That's hilarious. Oh my gosh. Oh, anyway, it so okay. So, so let me let me So how did it, so how is it working? So how what's what's happened? Well, I signed up for it pretty much as soon as you told me to. Okay. And uh and it was like they were waiting on the other line just waiting for it. She responded within within a minute. And what did she say? And she she said that she would like to keep the uh, the the phone calls regular, which is why I was trying yep. to I had yep. to talk to her in the first place was to try to get it regular. So it's funny that right off the bat they'll just be like, "Hey, I want you to keep it regular." I was like, "Wow, well, that's good." I'm I'm glad we had a talk. <laughs> and uh, so has that. But and, so um, let me ask this: the big question is, is so did, have you been able to start having the calls with your kids yet? Uh, yes. At times when she would actually answer, mm-hmm. I feel like she would let me sit there and talk to him for for a longer time because she had missed a lot. And so then she'd let me sit on the phone for like an hour or so with my son and she we could talk for all day long, just my son and I. So an hour flies by like nothing. But uh, as soon as we opened back up the talking parents, then we kinda we kinda went back to twenty minutes on the dot and she's sitting right there the entire time. And everything else, so we're we're back to not yeah. being happy. Well, and and uh, and what I'll say is, I mean, that that absolutely doesn't surprise me, right? And and what I could see, I mean, you were being played. So by not using the talking parents, they were right. using it, or she was using it to try to demonstrate that you were not following the court order, you're not doing everything. Now, the next part about this is, you, this means you'll get more. You're, you're going to start to get more reoccurring time, but. Rest assured that what you're going to end up seeing is, oh, you called? Oh, I didn't see, I didn't see the call. I, I you know, I, I didn't, uh, um, uh, it didn't ring, you know, that type of thing. And what you're going to have well, to do. she did. Yeah. Oh, sorry. She did. I did. Eventually, I waited a whole day to respond, just like your videos, watched them on yeah. On Grey Rock, et cetera. Um, 
waited a whole day. The next day I said, hey, I'd, I'd appreciate, you know, just sticking to, even if the times are weird, just sticking to a, a day would be awesome. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, gave her a list of probably, ooh, seven or eight dates that she had missed just this month. Oh, nice. Okay. Okay. Did she respond to that? And, oh yeah. Hmm. Really quickly. Um, and you know, well, we didn't hear anything on this day, on this day, on this day, and we may have missed yeah. that one day. <laughs> yeah. See, well, I but, didn't... but but here's here's the thing, right? Okay. Um, you you put it in there. You know, she's put her stuff in there. So, like right now, if if someone's looking at it, if a judge was to look at it, it's like, okay, this is you know, all right. What's what's going on here? Just be consistent. Show up whenever the court order says. I mean, you know, I know how you were saying, hey, look, you know, let's just, I'd be happy with one day, uh, whatever it is. I mean, you could almost even do this to say if it, if it becomes a problem. Well, I wouldn't necessarily do this at first. What I would say is if your next call is Monday, let's say, say Monday, you call, there's no answer. You go to talking parents, you go, you know, hi, Cindy or hi X. I'll just say that. Cause I don't know what her name is. I'm making names up, but you know, hi X, uh, try to right. call at Monday at whatever the designated time was at, at five, no one answered. I left a message or I, I didn't leave a message because, you know, maybe the, the restraining order thing is, you know, limits that and uh, do that a couple of times. And, and if it gets to the point where there, she's still playing games, then I would just like, you know, 10 minutes before say, hi X, uh, I'm getting, uh, you know, just want to make sure everything's good to go for my six o'clock call. And, you know, you know what I mean? So that way you're building a track record where she can say, oh, no, well, you weren't, you didn't call this day. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. And now you have this track record of everything you've tried to do. Right. And don't argue with your, don't argue with her. Don't, don't like, you know, look, I'll show you the receipts on my, my phone bill where I called, you know, you're lying and, you know, don't do that. Just be, be calm. Right. And, you know, you're, you're now, what you're now doing is if you, you've changed your tactic on the war and you are uh, adjusting your battle rhythm and trying differently to get to the ultimate goal that you want. Right. So now what you can do is start, what you got to do is you got to be very strategic and use, you know, use their actions and their games against them. And and the sad part is, is that they push your buttons so damn much that you're sick of it. You you don't want to deal with this anymore. You want to say, knock this crap off. I've been dealing with this for six months you know, and, and if you do that and start getting angry, it's just going to not help you. But if you're like, okay, all right, this is the exactly. long game and I'm going to, I'll, I'm playing cause you have no choice. We have no choice, but to play these games and just start doing that, taking it slow and just being very systematic and don't respond. Like when she, she said, you know, uh, well, you know, you, you know, you may be in the last six months of the, you know, 55 calls you've missed. You know, you didn't call, but maybe 50, you know, or, or, or you may only, only called three times, you know, something stupid like that. That's exactly what they're going to say. Exactly. And then if, that, and then it'll be, was, yeah. yeah and, and then what will happen is, is more than likely if you, if you got into that battle, which don't get into it, don't, it's just not worth it. If you were to get into the battle, hard not. yeah. Oh yeah. And, and the next comment would be, I know, I know what it would be. It would be, well, if you would have been using talking parents, like you were supposed to six months ago, this would have been resolved. <laughs> If that hasn't already been said, to be perfectly honest. So, well, hey, thanks right. for thanks well, for and, and, updating and, us. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no worries. Uh, just a little uh, information, so I don't sound too crazy. This whole time, I have also had a regular cell phone line open and paid for, and gave it to my son. So she has her own phone to use and everything, and. My son has his own phone to use, mm-hmm. but still, still hard on getting proper times. So we're going to work on it. Thank you so much for your help. Yeah, thanks for thanks for uh, the update, and I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad you're. I mean, shoot, you you uh, you know you, you modified your tactic, and you finally got to talk to your son. I mean, that's outstanding. That is progress. Good for you. Thanks for calling. <laughs> Thank you. Bye bye. It's great to get updates that things are going better. Now I have to highlight, I have to highlight this this other super chat, which is also a question from Flyboy C. Uh, it says Dwayne question: 
In a new relationship and recovery eight years for me, how can we be sure we're not attracting a new narc? Milady is amazing, only I'm a little paranoid. Ideas for screening, t- uh, screening test. Yeah, that's a great question, right? And, and, and I'm glad to hear that he's you know, waited a while to really start dating again because we, we do need to, to work on healing ourselves to get to the point where we're in that, that good mind space. The, the thing is, is always look at action and words. Make sure that whatever the person is saying is following up with their actions are. In a new relationship, remind yourself that everybody is always in, in the best behavior in the beginning. So keep an eye out for the red flags, you know, write down what, you know, what is even important to you, what, what uh, behaviors are acceptable, what are not acceptable, what are deal breakers and stay true to that. So that if, if something, you know, if the mask starts to slip and you see it, if, if, if the little voice in your head, you know, goes ding, 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 something's wrong, listen to it. And, 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 I, and not to call Debbie out, but I'll say that when we started dating, that's well, okay. So I didn't understand narcissistic abuse and stuff at that time, but during the course of our relationship, there have, there's been the, the basic foundation of what the relationship is and the communications and those type of things. And had the behaviors not been consistent, had the actions not backed up the words, had it been anything but then what it is, then that's a huge problem. Now that doesn't mean that if something goes wrong, you just you know you from an airplane perspective, you, you pull the eject cord and eject that, you know, eject, eject, eject out of the plane. You, what you do is you say, okay, this is an issue. You sit down and you communicate with it. And then you look at what happens afterwards, right? Because one or two things happens. If you, if you're dealing with a, a overt narcissistic type person, they will rage at you and turn it into a nightmare. If it's a covert person, they might go, Oh, you know, thank you for telling me that. I, uh, I didn't think about that, but Oh yeah. I mean, now that it's important to you, I'll make a change, which that would be the normal thing that we would be looking for. But a covert person will then make you pay for that later. So you have to kind of keep your eyes open and look, you know, it's like, okay, hey, at the time, like if you had that conversation about something that was an issue and they seem to reciprocate that, you know, they understood it and you seem like, yeah, that was a good communications. All right. And then the actions don't follow up with that. That's the thing. I mean, so that's what you do. You look at it. The other thing on it is take things slow. Uh, you know, nothing has to happen fast. As soon as things are like, you know, you're my soulmate. We need to be together forever. You know, we should, we should start planning our wedding, but we've only dated three times. I know, but, you know, I mean, that's, those are red flags. You know, it, it's, it's I, I, hopefully Flyboy see that was helpful uh, on that. And it just takes it slow. The other thing I'll say before I move on from this, is when we ultimately find it, okay, and I, and I think I've I've talked to Flyboy C uh, over the years. He's been a longtime supporter of the channel and and stuff. When people are early in into this, and they haven't been treated good for a long time, when they find somebody who does treat them well, whose actions do follow their words it can freak you the hell out. So you need to have time to acclimate it and, and kind of re, you know, remind yourself, not kind of, you absolutely need to remind yourself that yes, you are worthy of love. You are worthy of someone respecting your boundaries. You're worthy of not being subtly put down or overtly put down all the time. But congratulations, man. And, and I know there's been a few people on the channel who have have uh, moved on and, and found better relationships and like raised, you know, the quality of people they're around. And I got my fingers crossed for you, man. Now we do have another caller and I am going to uh, jump into this. It's uh, area code 732. So let me click the button there. Hello, you are on the air. Hey, how's it going? I can barely hear Hello? you. You're a little, little garble. Everything going good today? Uh, you know, taking it side by side. Can you hear me now? I can. So what's going on? I I see it says uh uh you got a or I guess you got a text that wants to get back that your ex wants to get back with me after she broke up with me. Wow, that's that's common. That yeah. would be a classic Hoover. Yeah. <laughs> so how yeah, how are you dealing with that? Because a lot 
Because a lot of times when that happens, it really kind of sends you, you know, it's like right as you're getting to the point where you're making peace with what's going on, they, they jump back in and, and like jab you in the eye and completely like reopen all the wounds. Are you doing okay? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm kind of dealing with right now. Um, and basically, I, was like, I just feel like basically she broke up because she just was going through a lot, like family-wise, uh, financial, you know, you know, she had to move and all this stuff. And it was a kind of a rough, it was, it was a rough breakup because there was no communication at all. Like it was, yeah. I basically found out that we weren't dating anymore through social media, like not responding through to text or anything. And all right, I get it. People break up, but the thing about it, she has a son and I took him in kind of like my own. And she was in the very beginning, very like protective of him, like not getting attached to, you know, any new, new, new guys. And then, you know, which is respectable. You know, I understand that. So, but so basically, I promised her like I'm not just gonna ditch her and ditch her son. Really, just you know, always be in the picture. You know what I mean? Because you know, anyway, long story short. So it was like, how can you try to? That's what I'm more upset about. So anyway, about a week or two ago, she uh, wanted to catch up and. I don't know. I just need suggestions. <laughs> like it's more, and I, deep down, I kind of feel like it's just a convenience for her, dude, to get back together because financially she's not in the best place right now. But that kind of dovetail, or what I'm going to say is going to dovetail with what I just said with the uh, the comment uh, the other person made, and, and that is listen to your gut. If your gut's telling you, man, something's yeah. wrong, listen to it. Right? I mean, when people show you who they are. And we have to listen to it, you know, I mean, and, and the, the, the problem is, is that in a, in a healthy relationship, I mean, healthy relationships break apart, right? I mean, this isn't one of those things where, where, you know, if it's a great relationship or it's a healthy relationship, it'll last forever. And, you know, you'll ride happily off into the sunset, so to speak, you know, but the difference with a healthy type relationship is, is that you can, you know, you mutually come to an agreement. You don't ghost somebody, you know, you don't play the silent treatment with you. You're not playing emotional games with them. You would sit down and say, Hey, you know what? This isn't really working or, Hey, I'm having a lot of stress in my life. Let's take a break because I just need to, I need to, you know, I need to reevaluate things and you could communicate and say, Hey, yeah, no problem. All right. I understand. You know, we can, we can put it on pause. We can do whatever. But when somebody does like what that person's doing, it's just, it's demonstrating to you a, a, um, a lack of maturity and it's a, it's a huge red flag and you're probably right. It could be that, yeah. that, uh, um, I mean, I don't, I don't want to necessarily get into, you know, the normal, uh, you know, Meg Tao type talk, but I mean, there's a lot of people that do fall into that. And, you know, maybe it was one of those hypergamy issues where she's like, oh, this other person's showing more interest and has more value than, uh, than Bill here and bails and then realizes, oh, crap, um, you know, that didn't work out and tries to go back. And, and the, the sad part yeah. is, I mean, you know, you, you, you made a connection with her. You made a connection with her son. You know, I mean, you, you opened yourself up, made yourself vulnerable, which really hurt. I mean, then when this all happens, it hurts because you did get connected with both of them and you're getting these mixed messages. I mean, okay. So what I'm the, the short version, of what I'm trying to say is it's over. I, I wouldn't risk it. You, you know, you're, you're playing, you're playing with fire if you try to go back to it. Cause all you can really expect is more, more of the same. And, uh, it, it's, it's a really tough situation. Yeah, that's what my gut's kind of telling me. So listen to your gut, man. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Well, I I hope that was helpful. I know it hurts, man. And just, just, just (laughs) just before before you go, let me just say this. You know, people don't understand unless until they've been through this, right? Like even your other your other guy friends, unless they've really been through it, right, and can sit there and say, "Hey, hey, man, I get it." You know what? I had that girl, you know, that girl I had, you know, that I was with before she just broke my heart and ripped me apart. I know what you're going through. It's going to be okay. 
most of the time people don't say that they don't get it they're like man what are you doing you know why are you messing with that why are or it's like hey you know why are you you know yeah she came back you know not everyone's perfect give her a break dude listen to your gut man we all have that little voice in our head i had it and i ignored it you know all of us to a t have those little things where a little flare goes off and it's like danger something's wrong here and listen to it listen to it man all right all right. Uh, thank you, man. Yeah, have a good day. Have, have a good day. Let me grab this other super chat that uh, happened. It's, uh, if I hit the right button, uh, Thomas says, uh, I neglected my now ex. I had issues. She left me for someone five months ago. She keeps calling me regularly and stock, shocked that I fixed all issues, told me she's sorry about for the breakup, even regarding and still loves me, but not breaking up with me. Uh, before. Well, honestly, what I would say on that is it's kind of like with what I was just saying with the other person. You know, it it's sad because if you can fix things and grow and all that all that kind of stuff, it would be it would be wonderful to make the relationship get better, right? I'll say even in my situation there was a period of time where I was like, you know, when th- before we broke up or before the divorce fell or before the marriage fell apart, I was really hopeful that, you know, hey, this catastrophe is going to result in, in, a, in a, uh, a positive outcome. Like, you know, our communication will be better. The relationship will be stronger. This will be, we'll have a tighter bond. I mean, that would be outstanding. The, the problem is, is that once something falls apart, it's, it's, uh, it's hard to put it back together. So, um, you know, I mean, Thomas, if you did that, if you worked on yourself, for her, then the problem potentially is, is would you revert back, right? We need, when, when we work on ourselves, we need to do it for ourselves. We need to make ourselves better because of it. Now, if things turn around and you roll back together and, and you guys can, can uh, start a new relationship based on a better foundation with better healthy boundaries, with better communication and all those things, that would be outstanding. And sometimes that can happen, but oftentimes not. And potentially, if she's getting involved, I mean, technically, if you flipped it around, like the, if your ex was the person who just called, and if I'm reading this wrong, I apologize, that uh, it'd be the same type of thing. It's like, hey, you know, well, let me back up. What I would say, if that person called and said, hey, I broke up with this person, it was, it was toxic, there was all these problems, and now uh, they've done all this work to do it. I don't know what to do. And, and I would basically what I, what I just said a moment ago, it's like, okay, if you really want to test it, actions and words, that is the number one thing, actions and words, write it down, write down what your deal breakers are, and then slowly test the waters. And anytime there's a problem, you have com- instant communication to put up a boundary to say, hey, look, this is not appropriate and see what happens. Somebody who's faking wouldn't be able to do with it, wouldn't be able to, to have the conversation and not rage or not, not go down the toxic traits. So let me know if that was helpful. I think we have time for one more, one more caller. Uh, and thanks so much for the super chat on that. Let me make sure that I didn't miss any other. I really appreciate the support, you guys. It, it really, like I said, it really helps. All right, so we got a little bit of time left, so I'm going to grab the next one. And it says, uh, trying to deal with a friend who brought up something painful that happened to you and your family, and you don't know how to forgive them. A lot has happened to me in the last couple of days. So let me pull this up. Hello, you are on the air. Hey, how's it going? Hey, good. I know this topic isn't usually something that's on your channel, but I just need some advice. Sure. So, for the last couple of days, I've been dealing with a, a ex-friend of mine who basically, she basically brought, tried to make me seem like I was lying about something to me that traumatic happened with my parents, and I just, I want to forgive her, but at the same time, when I was, when I started approving everything, she didn't have any remorse, and she basically just made it seem like it was like, oh, okay, well, that's how it was. Well, here's the thing, and 
And this does go back and I actually it's weird because this has been a theme throughout the throughout today's show. And it's okay. Somebody who doesn't show any remorse or can't even have any empathy of what they did to you. Huge red flag. So, you know, sometimes people here's here's the reality. Okay. Don't know your full story, but just let's just talk in broad assumptions that are very typical. And that is that we normally get into situations with toxic people because we kind of grew up around toxic people, right? So we we normalize the behavior, we make it okay, we make excuses for it, and and we think that, well, everyone is this way, so you just have to deal with it because otherwise there's nobody there, right? goes back into what I was saying before about, you know, we end up surrounding people to reinforce our worldview, Right. If, um, you know, if you're drug addicts, hang out with other drug addicts, right? I mean, they're not hanging out with people who are clean, who are helping them not do that. They're help, they're hanging out with people that reinforce their worldview. So, so here's the reality, right? There, you've recognized that this person isn't necessarily positive in your life and you've taken steps to, to move them out. Right. And people even who are friends, it's not, it's not all of the, these, these traits and these characteristics and these be, behavioral patterns aren't just from relationships. I mean, aren't just from romantic relationships. They are friends, they are family, they're relatives, they're cousins, they're all these different things. If you've looked at it and, and this person has disrespected you, majorly cost across a boundary, taking some, taken something that you may have said to them in confidence and used it to effectively hurt you for some reason, they don't deserve to be in your life, in my opinion, right? They've, they've shown you who they are, You've had a conversation with this person and they're like, man, okay, all right. I don't know why you're worried about it. You know, it's not that big of a deal. Completely discounting your, your uh, experience, that's a huge red flag. I mean, if you want to continue to try to see if you can repair that friendship, um, I mean, you can, but you're, you're really just putting yourself in a situation to just have more of the same. Does that make sense? It makes sense. And I guess that, most of my life, I've dealt with toxic people, so I tend to put that back into mm-hmm. my. I put toxic pull, I take toxicity and then I pull it back in because I don't know a balance between how to get rid of it and then have someone who's generally nice towards me. See, the thing on that is, okay, it this all starts. With taking a, you know, kind of like taking a pause, you know, taking a timeout, however you want to call it, and saying, okay, I'm tired of having toxic people around, right? So you've recognized that. The next step on that is how do I get to the point that I'm okay with myself? I'm okay alone. I'm okay if it wasn't the pandemic, but, you know, I could go to the coffee shop or I can go to the bar and I could sit in the corner and listen to the music or, or whatever, and I'm okay. I don't feel anxious. I don't need someone else in there. And, you know, it's like you, you learn to, I mean, it's kind of corny to say it, but you learn to love yourself. You learn to be okay with yourself. When you do that, what happens is, is you won't allow toxic people in your life because you'll be like, you know what? I'm okay alone. You know, and, and not, and not, I don't mean that in the way I'm like, I don't need anybody. I, I'm, a, I'm okay alone, right? I don't mean it that way. What I mean is, is when you're like in, in peace, you're like, you know what? I'm okay alone. I like my place by myself. I can go for a drive and go to wherever you, you know, whatever you like to do. Um, and what ends up happening is, is you start purging toxic people out of your life and you start finding other people who you'll, you know, you'll interact with them and you're like, Hey, I, I know this person's a pretty cool person. I like this person. You know, I mean, I like, I, I mean, I, I like the way I feel around them. I like, I like the engagement. It's, it's light. It's funny. It's not stressful. It's not, you know, toxic. And you, what happens is you start purging that or you start purging the old toxic people out of your life and it, and it replaces them with others. It just takes a while to do, right? I mean, it's not something we learn overnight and it's, a, it's an iterative, iterative, easy for me to say, process to get to that point. Does that make sense? It makes sense. Yeah, so I would, I would uh, you know, you've given the person, I mean, it sounds like you've even given the person another little try uh, they've effectively demonstrated exactly what you probably expected from them. And, uh, you know, you, you know what you need to know. And now you move on and start working on building your life better, surrounding yourself with better people. And, dude, I'll tell you, man, it, it, it's, it's hard work, but it starts to happen and it changes everything. It's like everything just shifts. It's, a, it's an amazing experience once you get to the other side of it. 
Yes, sir. And thank you for the advice. Great. Well, I hope you have a great rest of your day. And uh, um, yeah, keep us, you know, drop by later or, you know, in the future and just let me know how things go. Talk to you later. Yes, sir. I will. All right. Oh, see, now we're getting more people and we're down to the last five minutes. The last five minutes. Oh, my gosh. Um, let me try one more. And this is going to have to be, be, uh, be quick. It says, hi, my name is Sam uh, from New Jersey. I'm calling about an issue with you know uh, and how to deal with them. Okay, so the, the autocorrect or the, the text-to-speech thing does a little weird. But I'm going to take this caller, 732. Hello, welcome to the show. Hey, Dwayne, it's Sam. How's it going? Hey, how's it going, Dwayne? Nice, nice to talk to you. Um, yeah, I was, you know, the question I had was, um, I'm, I'm my, my ex-wife was a um, covert narcissist. She's been creating a lot of issues. Um, and, you know, long story short, I'm looking to, you know, basically get a parenting coordinator, some additional parenting time, et cetera. And I have a lot of things documented that she's went through, that we've been through. But I'm expecting, you know, something from, you know, from her in terms of being a covert narcissist. You know, the things that she typically does falls into, you know, what covert narcissists typically do. Right. But in terms of court, I'm not really sure what to expect, how to handle it, how to have, you know, and my lawyer, you know, he specializes with covert narcissism. But that's awesome. Um, you know, I, I want to get your I want to get your opinion as well as to what I can expect because a lot of the stories that you say and a lot of things that you say speak directly to me. But I think that your perspective on that would, you know, have a lot of parallels in my own, you know, upcoming. Okay. You know, yeah. Parents. No, it's a good question, and I'm going to go ahead and drop this because we're we're really running out of time. But so let me let me go ahead and answer answer that. Okay. Here's the thing, guys. Covert narcissists or narcissistic people in general. Uh, they don't just lay down and let things go, right? I mean, you can think you have them against the rails and inevitably at the last second, they'll come out with something completely different to try to derail everything. Now, the fact that this person is saying that their attorney understands this, great. Follow your, what your attorney's saying. Keep things, every, excuse me, keep everything focused on the task at hand, on the custody issue. Everything else is secondary, right? Let her spin out of control. Let her try to come up with something else. That's fine. Focus on the behaviors, what's, uh, what they've done in the past, and what you're trying to accomplish. What they will try to do is muddy the waters, try to confuse things to get the, the narrative changed or, or the perspective moved to a different way, I guess, so to speak, and uh, derail, I mean, basically effectively derail everything. Uh, the fact that you have an attorney that says that they understand covert narcissism, narcissism is outstanding. And, and hopefully if that's the case, they know it, they understand it, and they're expecting it. The main thing for you, be calm, be very laser-like focused on what you're there for. Don't, uh, you know, if you get anxiety, which we all typically do around our exes, make sure that you're keeping yourself calm. Uh, you know, use uh, breathing techniques, all those different things to keep your anxiety down. Stay focused on on what the, the war is on this and not the little battle, right? I mean, it's like, okay, this is a battle, and I'm not going to get too much in the details on what, whatever little bomb that she's trying to throw across the thing, but, uh, uh, stay focused on what you need to do. And, and if you can do that, typically what'll happen is, is they'll expose themselves and the tide will start to turn. The, the, the crazy part about this is, is typically what happens is we respond, we play their game on their, you know, on, on their terms. It undermines our, our, uh, position and, um, um, oftentimes our credibility and creates a problem. Okay. So on that that hour went by fast. Holy cow. Thank you so much for the people who supported the channel with uh, Super Chats. I really appreciate that. Some great conversations there. For the people who participated by leaving a message and or calling directly in, that was great. We had a lot of great conversations. I, I found it very interesting how this all rolled into the, the all the topics seemed to dovetail together. It was a really great conversation. So uh, don't forget that a little bit later, the, pod, uh, the podcast version of this will be available. So if, you, uh, if uh, you're missing the shows or you want to listen to them again, you can do that over on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Uh, you can find out more over at my website, dadsurvivingdivorce.com slash podcast. 
I'll see you guys tomorrow. Hopefully you're doing, hopefully you have a great rest of your day. If you have a question, make sure you send it to me. Leave me a voicemail on the website and stuff. And we'll see you tomorrow. Take care, guys.